From the University of Utah, you are listening to Loco for Local, a KU's radio production where we talk with local artists, venues, and visionaries about the state of music across the Wasatch Front. And we are excited to announce that after multiple requests from our listeners, we have the Crooked Kings with us today. The Kings are one of Utah's most prominent indie bands, and in the past year, they have amassed more than 3 million likes on TikTok, have released their debut album, and played local festivals alongside big names like Young the Giant. The Kings blew up on TikTok for their lush, chorus-filled instrumentals, which are awesome, but in some ways, it's a little sad to see their lyrics overlooked. Every member contributes to the songwriting process, and through it, they've talked about bad breakups, feeling lost in life, and speak in honesty about tough things they've gone through. Their music is awesome, and it's got real heart to it. Earlier this year, they performed at the Kilby Court Block Party following their album release, where they played alongside Young the Giant. Since then, they've recorded music videos in Los Angeles, signed with management, and have played shows to a serious following around Salt Lake. Some of the members are soon due to graduate college, and it's time to decide where to take the band. They've clearly got the talent and the drive, but it's a big decision to move forward. From the University of Utah, this is Loco for Local. Ladies and gentlemen, we are in talks with the Crooked Kings. Guys, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having us. Thank you. Thank you. Let's go ahead and go in the round and everyone introduce yourselves real quick. Uh, what's up, guys? My name's Matt. I play the bass with my boy. Quinn. I'm Quinn. Uh, we got we hold down the rhythm section for the Crooked Kings. Uh, yeah, I'm Ollie. I am lead singer of Crooked Kings. I play a little rhythm guitar. And I am Paul, and I play lead guitar for Crooked Kings. Unfortunately, today we are we are uh, you know absent of our of the pride and joy of this band, Dave Macy on the keys, but we'll have to make it work. He's here in spirit. He's here in spirit. Always is. Absolutely awesome to have you guys with us. You've been highly requested by our audience, and we are just so happy to have you on here. Um, you're kind of the pride and joy of the University of Utah. Some of you guys are students here at the U. You've gone kind of viral on TikTok over the past while. Released your album this year, your debut album. It's phenomenal. Let's talk a bit about how it started. So you guys started about three years ago. Is that right? How'd you guys all meet? Yeah. Um, so we met, well, I guess I started playing guitar kind of like in college. And then I met Paul uh, through the University of Utah. And that was like originally who kind of like Crook Kings was. Um, and then we played together for a while with a couple other people. And then through the U, I also met. Matt, who's the bassist, and Dave, uh, who's the keys, and then kind of met Quinn through like mutual friends because he was at University of Washington. Um, but then he transferred to the University of Utah, and then he got with the band, and then it's been us five for like a year and a half now, maybe two years. Coincidentally, when Quinn joined the band, that's when things really started to take off. He would never take credit for that. But. No, I mean, yeah, as soon as I joined, we pretty much got a record deal, big bamboo. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was small rock record first. Yeah. One of the fun things about your band is that you guys are all from the Salt Lake area. How would you say that you all coming from the similar place has impacted your work? I don't know. There's like, it's kind of a crazy little music scene out here that, you know, I think... A lot of us grew up going to those Kilby Court shows and seeing a lot of those bands blow up. And I think it just kind of inspired a lot of confidence to be starting out in the music scene here. Yeah. For me, it's a very welcoming scene here in the Salt Lake area. 
So you guys have been making music and playing shows for about three years now. Uh, tell me about your favorite memory as a band. You say, I mean, it's kind of funny how you mentioned once Quinn showed up, everything started to, to blast off. But <laughs> um, I mean, I, I think we could all probably share some if, if, if you guys are cool with that. Yeah, sure. I mean, I think one of my favorites would be um, we went to Bear Lake to write to do some songwriting stuff and just kind of had a weekend of being trapped inside in the snow and there's not really a lot of plumbing that works properly. <laughs> it's just a good ba- uh, band bonding experience. And uh, yeah. Yeah, those, that, those were like the early writing sessions for the album that we went out there for. And uh, yeah, huge snowstorm in the middle of winter. And Super cool though. Like the environment was just crazy. Yeah, it's a really fun place to write in. Um, another big one that I think the whole band will probably like relate to is when we went out and recorded our album down in St. George. Um, got a nice house with our label and it was just like a really fun time like while we were recording and there's just a lot of good like bonding between the band that happened which was fun i'm a little interested in your songwriting process because there's five of you in this band and from what i understand all of you are songwriters individually um have you had any any creative differences in writing this album that just came out or has it mostly worked well pretty smooth i would say yeah yeah i I think we all kind of have found like uh i don't know i guess like a fluid way to write like with five people where i don't know the idea kind of originates i'll have like a chord progression and then maybe like a couple lyrics or an idea um that i'll bring to dave and we'll kind of maybe flesh out like the idea of a song or the structure of a song and then kind of everyone comes in and just fills in like their part really and I don't know. It's been, I think, like a pretty good process and one that's, I guess, worked well, at least for this album. Yeah. And uh, Luke, you mentioned how we all kind of are, you know, write our own stuff or whatever. I think that's a big part of the band is that we all have our own little things that we bring in different ways. You know, we all kind of like some kind of different kinds of music, but all like overlap in a lot of ways as well. And I think when it all comes together, it's like really cool. It's very much like a band effort, not just like a solo project, which is very common these days. It's really fun to see that uh, outcome. Absolutely. Yeah. And with your album, The Come Down, which just came out this year, I mean, it's a phenomenal album. Um, what I love about it in particular is that there's a lot of honesty in your lyrics. You talk a lot about losing friendships, losing lovers and difficulties in college. Um, a lot of it is is very personal. And I think that as a band, it must have been kind of difficult to approach that. Um, what's the process been like of, of building trust with each other and with your audience to really be vulnerable in these lyrics? It's a good question. Yeah, that is a good question. And thank you for the kind words on the album. Yes, um, I guess I can start. I think one thing, like, just between the band, is just, like, as we've kind of, you know, locked our members in now, like, been doing a lot more stuff with, like, traveling and stuff like that, that's kind of, like, when I see ourselves, like, grow and, like, you know, it's when we, like, are on the road for 11 hours, something like that, and we have those hard conversations, and it's, like, we really, like, grow as a band, and I think that really is, like, you know, we want to like show a piece of ourselves. And like, at first it's like hard to reveal to the band, but then after a while it's like, when you know you have the backing of them, it's a lot easier to just like give it to the world, I guess. Yeah, it's a good call. It's like when the friendships are already there, it makes it a lot easier to open up about those kind of vulnerable songwriting elements you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, I would would agree with that as well. I mean, I think like a lot of it, I mean, especially when I'm like writing lyrics or Dave and I, it's just, 
I think we look up to a lot of like songwriters that write similarly or have, I don't know, similar impacts where they write about stuff that means a lot to me and I think is important. And so I think in lyrics and especially Dave's really good at this, but he helps like flesh out like ideas just to make sure everything's like sincere and, you know, very like fluid. I don't know. Every line means something, I guess. Um, which is hard to do and it takes time, but it's definitely well worth it in the end. And I think it definitely helps the song out a lot. Absolutely. And I mean, it's been resonating a lot with your audience. Just recently you were signed to the label. Nobody gets it. You had some work done in LA where you were recording and you recorded a music video as well. What was that like? It's been a ton of fun. Uh, just to plug the music video that just came out this morning, actually this afternoon, not sure, but, uh, that was a, that was a ton of fun. Uh, recording that and just it was kind of surreal you know like getting all this you know went to the DI got some yeah janky looking suits you know had some fun in like an office space to rent it out it's been a lot of fun and yeah just LA in general you guys can elaborate a little more but... yeah I thought with Suburbia that was like a song that the music video I thought followed really naturally just because the lyrics are pretty on the nose and it's it's all about kind of rejecting that whole corporate spiel even though i'm in the heat of it right now but <laughs> it's uh it's uh yeah i thought it was a super fun music video to make especially the smashing of the printer at the end that was a, was a good time lots of fun I know that you guys have a lot of perspective on making music in Salt Lake, but you also have a bit of perspective in some other areas. Of course, Los Angeles is a huge place for the music scene. Quinn has some experience in Seattle. What's your plan moving forward? Do you want to stay here in Salt Lake and really help to flush out the scene here? Or do you have plans to maybe relocate somewhere else? Um, it'll probably just be like cross that bridge when we get to it. Yeah. 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 I mean, I think we're all like open to, you know, if like, a good opportunity arose and like you're financially stable enough to move to like a bigger <laughs> place and like depend on music like full, like that'd be really cool. And I think, yeah, I'm, I mean, it would definitely be a conversation when we got there. Um, Cause I think, I don't know, we all really love Salt Lake and like the music scene here is like awesome and it's, you know, it's a great place. So I don't know, either way, it's like, it's, it's hard. It would be fun to go, but also hard to leave, I guess. Yeah. We have all our friends and, families here and it's definitely an awesome spot here so yeah. but that being said we also are, are trying to go on tour which would be awesome and so we have to relocate we could just kind of pack yeah. up our stuff on the road come back keep working keep hanging out with all that. Yeah. yeah another in, kind of interesting piece of that puzzle is like i think the record labels really started to realize what an interesting scene salt lake has and there's even been talks of, I, I know our manager, Wade, really loves Salt Lake and has spent a decent amount of time out here. And uh, they've even talked about relocating partially to Salt Lake as well. So uh, it's all a little bit up in the air. Yeah. Well, it's really awesome that even your manager is beginning to see what a fun scene we have here. Um, I've really fallen in love with all of the talent we have here, even if it's not necessarily as well known as certain other cities like Los Angeles or whatnot. It's just a ton of fun. Um, what's your experience been like in interacting with the music scene here? Generally, we're told that it's it's very inclusive. People really love to make stuff. Has that been your experience? Yeah, I mean, I've I've I love Salt Lake. You know, like the just like all of the Sartain and Sanders stuff is just tons of fun. You know, got a lot of all ages venues and uh, not all ages venues, and it's just fun to yeah. There's just a lot of great bands always coming through, whether it's 
uh, big touring bands or, you know, there's a ton of local bands that are just awesome. So it's really fun to be a part of that. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I feel like it's just a good community here. That's fun. Like, if you're going to Kilby Court and playing, like, I don't know, like there's a group of bands, you know, a group of people you get to meet and just hang out with that are, I don't know, yeah, just all in the same boat, super supportive and just, like, also love music. So, yeah, it's just, it's really, like, fun to be a part of. And, yeah, I definitely love, you know, being a part of the Salt Lake scene, I guess I would say. To what extent do you think that your success as a band can be attributed to your talent and your drive and what percent do you think is more so just luck damn <laughs> i mean i the hard hitter yeah i mean just to, i'd say you know like some tiktoks blown up that might like there's some luck obviously affiliated with that we always like have been i mean always been grinding on like you know putting out a lot of stuff on tiktok and i think that's paid off personally yeah i mean i think a lot of it is honestly just like definitely luck and just like chance you know i mean like even like us meeting like the label for the first time it was just like a random dm i sent to someone off like our instagram and i don't really send that many dms and the guy just dm me back was like oh yeah i know this label in los angeles and like they're looking to sign singles and like they really like your stuff you know so it's like you know, I think we've had our fair share of that, but also, you know, it's definitely been a lot of work in the back end and a lot of songwriting, but I don't know. I can't really complain because it's fun. You know, it's making music. It's, it's what, you know, I think all of us really like to do and want to do. So yeah, it never really feels like work. Yeah. Yeah. I think at the end of the day, it's like, sure. Like some things definitely have gone away, but also we're just like doing it for the sake of the music and, you know, yeah. And just writing, it's, it's just such a fun process and everything that's come out of it. We're very grateful. And it's been super fun to just kind of, on progressing yeah i mean it's been really incredible to see you guys grow over the past couple months especially do you have any big plans coming up um i don't think we have any for sure locked in we just um we're out in los angeles again and we recorded i don't even know i mean i guess we could say this but we're recording some new songs um that we've been writing because i mean the album we finished writing in january so we've had a bunch of time so we have like you know a couple songs and i think you know we're gonna go into a couple singles and try to you know maybe mold our sound figure out what we really like and then um you know whenever we find something i think we all can agree on maybe head into another album and and figure it out from there yeah i think the big the big item is just getting out there and playing some more shows on the road. Oh, touring, we actually, yeah. We actually got to meet, we, we just signed with CAA and got to meet our booking agents for the first time when we were in in LA. And that was really cool just to kind of hear their experience with, with other, you know, artists way bigger than ourselves and kind of hearing what their plans are for us as far as getting on the road and, and uh, playing more shows it should be really fun. Yeah. It's been interesting to kind of talk to them and see how they have been dealing with COVID. Is that still, you know, like I didn't really realize this until we talked to them, but like it's been a pretty, obviously it's been detrimental to the music scene in general, but like just like thinking about like festivals that like should have happened last year that aren't, that didn't are now going to happen in 2022. It's like to get on like a big tour or like a festival, like you got to kind of wait in line for a bit. We're still trying to, you know, get a, whatever tour or whatever, play whatever shows we can really, I'd say. Absolutely. I mean, we're all going to have great thoughts for you. 
it's going to be awesome to see what you guys are up to next. If you could say anything to the people listening, what would you say? I mean, yeah, no, I would say, yeah, like, we love you. Yeah, thank you so much for the support, like, thus far. And, like, you know, I would say we just have plans to keep going, you know, so. Started. Yeah, we're excited about this album for sure. And, you know, please go listen and go stream it. But uh, yeah, we're definitely excited to keep moving and, and keep releasing new music and keep, you know, making our sound more exciting. So um, yeah, and just stoked for the opportunity to be on here. So thank you, Luke, as well. Also, come to the shows. It's a hoot. Yeah. <laughs> awesome, Crooked Kings. Thank you guys so much. Yeah, thank, thank you. you. Thank Appreciate you. It. You've been listening to Loco for Local. The Kings have a lot of great content on their TikTok that you can find in the description, along with a link to their latest singles music video. And if you want to reach out, you can find their social media information down there as well. I'm Luke Davies. Thanks for listening.